Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is dedicated to my friend Pat. Pat sends me Solana price updates every morning. Pat, I thank you for the FOMO. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Anatoly Yakovenko, the creator of Solana, comes and talks about the recent rise in Seoul. That's today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, September 3rd, 2021. As you heard in the beginning, we're going to talk to Anatoly today. So that means we're not going to do Week in Review. We're going to do that tomorrow. And if you want another podcast to listen to, I was on a show just the other day. Actually, dropped yesterday. Link is in the show notes. I was talking about Bitcoin and politics and Bitcoin and my campaign and, well, governance and voting rights and all kinds of different things. If you want to hear me talk about Bitcoin and politics, click the link in the show notes and listen to that podcast. You can send me an email, matthewinnetdecrypt.co, if you like what I said, if you don't like what I said, or if you want to discuss anything that's on there. And obviously, if you like anything that's on there, donate to the campaign, deemerforcongress.com. That's D-I-E-M-E-R for congress.com. I take fiat, I take cryptocurrency, even Dogecoin. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. And I'm recording this at 10.45 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin, $50,630, up 1.9% in 24. Ethereum's in the number two spot, really pounding on heaven's door. That heaven door being $4,000, it's at $3,980, up 5.3% in 24. Cardano's in the number three spot at $2.98, up a half a percent. And Binance Coin up a percent at $492. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Solana in the number seven spot, overtaking Doge in the number eight spot, Polkadot number nine, and USDC number 10. Total market cap, we're at $2.3 trillion. BTC dominance 41.6%, and F in the 20% mark, 20.5%. And now it's time for a coin of the day. And our coin today is number 918 on coin market cap. It's called Zia. It is priced at 27.1 cents. Its 24-hour high is 28.8 cents. And its all-time high is around 66.2 cents. And that was set in April 16th, 2021. Its all-time low was on January 16th, 2021. So it's down 60% from its all-time high, but up 4,100% from its all-time low. So it's doing well. It is doing well. Its market cap is $12.9 million. Fully diluted market cap is $20.9 million. So that means there's 62% of the total supply in circulation right now. Where can you buy this? Uniswap, Liquid, Probit, and CoinX. We don't have much trading volume, however, anywhere from $20,000 on Uniswap to around $80,000 on CoinX. So if you're looking to get go big on this, uh, we're going to have to have a lot more volume for this to be you know, a big hodl for some people. But they are there and you have some, even though little, liquidity. This is another gaming blockchain and this is their introduction from their website. Our vision for video games is a big one. We're looking to fundamentally change how people perceive video games and how they play them. 
We see blockchain as transformational technology where games transcend the virtual and take a life on their own in the real world. No walled gardens, free markets, natural price discovery, underpinned by censorship resistance, trustless trading, and cryptographic security. Zia decouples the anchor that keeps games merely digital. With Zia, games can be serverless for 24-7 uptime, fair, trustless, and open source, profitable with human mining, community-driven, and innovative with new economies and game genres. I personally love gaming blockchains. Gaming blockchains, gaming blockchains governance, uh, buy and sell. I really like what we said yesterday when this proof of experience or uh, trading experience or the price is based off experience points and not just a monetary uh, discovery. Yeah, I just, I just like gaming with blockchain. So that's number 918 Zia on CoinMarketCap, ticker C-H-I-D-Y-O-R. Do your own research. Check it out. And now we talk to the creative Solana, Anatoly Yakovenko. And we're going to talk all things Solana and what he wants to do now that he has all this money. Enjoy. Anatoly Yakovenko, creative Solana. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Hey, great to be here. Excellent. You know what, man? What an exciting time for Solana. Like last time we spoke on the show, we were doing a Solana 101. I think you're in like Lake, Lake Tahoe somewhere. I don't even know what was going on. And Solana was at like $25. We're at like $115 today. Solana is on a tear. What do you attribute that to? Man, I wish I knew like uh, this stuff. Like it's really hard to understand how these markets move or or who makes a move and for what reason. In the ecosystem, what we've seen though in the last couple of months is the explosion of NFTs on Solana. So uh, there's a lot of small projects that were just artist-driven, organic folks that were able to launch using this framework called Metaplex which is a Shopify style, like, you know, build your own NFT airdrop, uh, NFT drop mechanism. And 90,000 NFTs have been minted and, and dropped through this process. And I think the NFT as a kind of like component of cryptocurrencies or a, as a, a new, I guess, market or, or vertical in cryptocurrencies, I don't even know how to think of it, a social movement, I guess it brings a lot of users with it. And that's really, I think, key driver of anything, right? Is how do we get humans to use any of this stuff? NFTs. Look, we, we saw the NFTs and we understood about NFTs. You guys are just really quick, just to compare this to F, obviously, is F is the thing that everybody's comparing everything to. Gas prices are cheaper, obviously. Uh, things move a lot faster, obviously. Um, so that's a big you know, benefit for Solana. But what else is Solana doing besides NFTs? Is NFTs and Solana a one-trick pony, or is there other things going into Solana right now? Because look, we see the same thing with um, Ethereum. I mean, last time it came up, it was like, oh, IP, oh, I'm sorry, ICOs and STOs, and then it was DeFi, and now Solana, we see pumping with NFTs. What else is going on? Us as, as labs, we don't even get to do any of this fun stuff, right? We're working on the majority of our time is spent working on like, you know, boring sounding optimizations to databases and operating systems. Um, but the tools that have been created in, in the community have really empowered people to self-serve and go self-create and go start this stuff. So it's really, for us to say it's a uh, one trick pony, I think would be really short-sighted because the artists that have been able to, um, start their communities and, and create generate these artworks and really get them going have now like uh, a new source of uh, revenue right it's really hard for an artist to come up with a new way to make money like that that basically never happens right like you're, right. you're starting artists until you die and then somebody sells your paintings for a lot of money um that i think this explosion of digital art 
across Ethereum and now in Solana has been just amazing to uh, to see how many artists have now been self-funded. I'm excited to see what, what they come up and build next. One project that's related to the space, Star Atlas, just um, they, they didn't go live, but uh, part of their economics, it's a basically, you know, think massive multiplayer game like EVE Online, EverQuest, World of Warcraft style, but space themed. All of their items, currencies, everything is uh, on chain. So it's a uh, this really ambitious AAA effort to go build a game, but because everything has real value, is now a, a, its own digital space, right? Its own metaverse. It's play to earn. It's NFTs. It's cryptocurrencies. It's everything <laughs> in between, all in one game. So those guys just launched their currencies and had like a tre- tremendous launch as well. And that was just last week. But since we spoke, I don't know if you remember the Mango IDO was like the <laughs> uh, almost uh, used up half of the USDC that was available on Solana as part of their auction. Just pretty crazy to see the projects that were in the hackathons from the last time we talked are now all launching. And if I had to attribute the growth of the network from an economic sense, it would be from those people. Like the fact that they're, you know, they went from idea to product to now product market fit. I had somebody on the show and I just wanted to just, you know, comment on what you said about artists. And I think that's just the most amazing thing that's happening when it comes to NFTs right now is I was talking to this artist um, probably about maybe a year ago or more on the show. And he just started getting into NFTs, making art on NFTs. And he's in Mexico City. And he had a full-time job. And then you know, after a while, he quit his full-time job. He has four kids, I found out. He's taking care of his whole family. And then he just paid off his mom's house all by quitting his job, making art in NFTs. And I think that is absolutely amazing what you guys have built for artists and community members to to build off of and build on and you know just live their lives the best lives that they absolutely can you you mentioned you know rpgs and what other aspects or other i guess maybe products that are coming out in on solana that you is going to be a direct competitor either to what's happening in on other blockchains or that you're very excited about um you know like i think we're kind of at this place i think both with solana ethereum and uh cryptocurrencies in general that um, just people are shipping everything. <laughs> we're, this is so different. What's so different about this cycle than the previous one is that we're not talking about white papers and people raising capital to, to go build something. It's here's a new product, here's a new idea, here's a new spin on how to combine maybe games and NFTs or music and art and, and whatever and how to build communities. And it's the financial aspect of these things is happening with real life products and real life communities. So this is really, really different, right? Like from any other cycle in cryptocurrencies that we've seen before. So I'm really excited. Just like the next year, I think is going to be really, really interesting. Like what are these projects that have an opportunity to get to, I don't know, 50 million users all using the same NFT community or the same token or the same game that has uh, crypto economics in it. I guess what I'm asking is, what do you see that is uh, sustainable? And and, and I'm not, and I want to say that in a, I don't want to make this sound offensive, obviously, uh, but you know, I don't know if NFTs is just a bubble like a Beanie Baby sort of thing, and they see CryptoPunks are going to be an obsolete obsolete in a couple months, or or does it matter? I mean, I don't know if it matters. <laughs> I don't know, and I guess that's the question. It's like, does it matter? And like, are we going to see sustainability in the the use of these platforms, or is it going to be like this wavy thing? And we're always going to have trend in, trend out, trend in, trend out. Well, the sustainable part is that you have creative people that come up with new ideas, looking at the past and remixing them and building something new. 
So if CryptoPunks uh, take a backseat to something, you know, maybe that'll be for a year, maybe it'll be for a month because there's something new that's hot and then the next person that's creative remixes the old back into like the, the, the menu. So this is a really different time in the space than any other. So it's not really comparing it to bubbles. You know, the 2017 bubble of it came and went, right? And there was three years of people building stuff, right? And now we're at the point where we've built the infra that enables new engineers, new developers to come in and quickly reiterate. And this quick iterative cycle is really driving everything in, in crypto right now and driving growth. What do you think about the growth in, you know, going off of growth, just the growth in market cap of Solana? Um, look, I don't want to talk about price or speculation, obviously, but, you know, moving Solana into the top 10 moves it into a radar that wasn't there before. Yes, you have been validated for the bullishness you have on your product and everybody's just like, oh, I see it now. What do you think of this whole upward momentum that you've had since the last time we spoke? Uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's just being open. <laughs> uh, it's pretty crazy. Like, I mean, we're obviously super happy and super excited to, to kind of see that recognition. And it's really benefiting all the projects in the space that are building on Solana. It, it's hard. For, I, I still haven't wrapped my mind around it, basically. Like, what does that mean? Why, why, why is it important for Bitcoin to be at 50,000 versus 25, right? Like, does that actually mean that it's generating twice as much impact or value creation in the world? Are there twice as many users using it, right? Like, or like, are we still purely in this like speculative phase where all the cryptos have, have this potential, right? That still hasn't been met. I think realistically, what we're really focused on is unblocking those devs, those artists that are like, hey, I heard about crypto, what do I do with it? Like this, that's all kind of the most important part and making sure that, you know, they can onboard users and educate those users about cryptography and, and everything else. Like, like, I don't know if you saw the, the, like there was an article about MetaMask, 3 million monthly active users in DeFi. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's a very small number. Compare that to like any social network, Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, right? It's a, a staggeringly small amount of people. I mean, but I also saw an article that said, you know, OpenSea had uh, $3 billion in uh, revenue in, in August. And that's, you know, stacking up more than Etsy. That's stacking up. That's stacking up with the big dogs there, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. What, I, I what guess. Are, so what does it mean, right? If it's a small number of users that are driving this, it's crazy, right? But, but, I, I, but that's what I'm saying. And that's why I said it's a trend in and then out. And you said, does it really matter? And that's what I'm wondering is like, we, this space is kind of like getting validated that these are actual things with actual use cases. Cases and actual people doing things. And if NFTs go away and all of a sudden the beanie bu baby bubble busts and everybody goes away, the critics are all of a sudden say, oh, told you again, told you you're wrong again, you know, and then we have to defend the industry over and over and over again. I, I think regardless of, of prices and bubbles and, and those things, the economics are going to matter less because you have so many new people that are able to ship and get to market. So whatever that fad passes, there's already a hundred people literally just like, what am I building in crypto? Like they're already thinking about this, already started writing that first line of code and they're getting to market. And on Solana, they're getting to market with a chain that has low fees and is able to scale and they never have to worry about a whole bunch of issues that you see on, uh, on Ethereum. So, you know, that, that's really like kind of the difference now.
it really feels much closer to late. I don't know. Maybe that started a curve in the internet when you started seeing a ton of projects come in um, with real functioning products um, that you could experiment and play with. You know, like we're we're maybe at the phase where like email started working on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that, that actually brings up a good point um, do, because of Solano's rise and its placement now in the space and, and being in the top 10 is not a little thing, no matter if we're just talking about the price of the coin or the market cap, you all eyes are pretty much on those coins or those projects. Do you feel more responsibility? Uh, for sure. Right. It's, it's like, if anything, yeah, it just feels like the pressure's on and the engineering what kind, what kind of pressure what is the pressure responsibility you feel is it uh so that you there isn't a hack or there because you're worried that you know people are buy, buying now and it's the price going to drop what is the pressure that you're feeling it's really that there's um the opportunity i think to change the world and like how do we how do we actually like make sure that <laughs> this technology gets gets in front of people that they get to use it that they see the benefits of it and find those devs that want to build those products it's just we were doing that before but now it feels like we got to do 100x of that right like it <laughs> um and you know like we're lucky that it's not just us doing all this stuff there's a whole community of people now that are um that are part of this effort but it definitely feels just like <laughs> there's now a burning fire to move a lot, a lot faster. Try to move as fast as you can. Do you feel that there is any competition coming up from ADA or Cardano now that they launched their smart contracts or will still on the 12th? Paul Graham always said, don't look at uh, the, big, the big companies, the big projects. Always look at what the startups are doing. What's the smallest, hungriest uh, like team that's executing in the space? So I, I'd honestly be more, uh, the likelihood of, a, I think, a, another up and coming chain is probably higher than um, one of the majors that have been stuck in the top 10 for the last you know five years of doing anything. Very interesting. Yeah. Last question I want to pick your brain about, because look, this is something I've never got a chance to experience uh, in, in your, in your I guess, um, level, in, in a certain small level I have, but I guess that's just freedom. And look, with the rise of the market cap of Solana, it gives you a lot of more freedom as an individual, as a creative to try to figure out what your next move is and, and how you want to develop even Solana if, it's, if Solana is still your next move. What are you thinking about as a person that has now a much more economic freedom, I would assume, a lot more ideas that you want to see come to fruition? What are you like saying that this is now my goal? If I had like time, I would be working on climate change. Like that's like a reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and is that something that you could bridge Solana into, or is that a whole different other project? It would be a whole different other project. I feel like there's an opportunity for um, cryptocurrencies to accelerate some of this. It's not. I don't. I don't think it means anything new. We have all the technology and the pieces to make it work. We just need to have more people that are smart and resourced and connected. And there's no more network than crypto of connected people around the world that are driven and know how to build shit. That's the, the most hyper-connected set of people. So figuring out a way where we can move stuff faster would be, I think, if I had time, that's what I'd be working on. Um, where like Solana comes into play in terms of like our, what we want to do in the future at the protocol level, um, it's engineering work. Um, it's not computer science work and it's hard and it's fun and it's going to have a ton of impact because it's going to allow these networks to scale to, you know, a billion people or 
100 million people with 100 accounts each or whatever. However, wanna, you want to imagine like these things getting cheaper and start replacing Web2 services. It's going to be, you know, as cheap and as fast to send 0.002 cents on Solana as it is to see an ad on from Google, right? And if you start getting into those uh, points of inflection where cryptocurrency and doing financial stuff on these networks is cheaper than advertisement, right? Then cheaper than like stealing your attention. Just all these people are going to start figuring out new business models to get away from like the old and start building with the new. So that's coming, right? That That's just engineering. Stuff gets faster, things get optimized, things get cheaper. So that's, that's just a pretty exciting time. Um, and like not nowhere, in, not in any way less important than what you saw with like, you know, 2G networks moving to LTE to 5G, right? It was a bunch of engineering work and it took 10, you know, took 10 years. I'm hoping this is going to be five years, <laughs> but it truly revolutionized everything, right? Like that, that, that's the kind of stuff that I'm, that I'm really excited about. I want to pop back over to climate change for a second because I just want to, I just want to, I guess, get your opinions. Like, what's the best way to tackle that? Because look, I've seen like, you know, carbon credits. I've seen people, uh, but at the end of the day, it's all about making actual change, people changing their habits, you know? Um, how would you approach it? Dude, just build a decentralized uh, utility, global utility of shared solar power. Like we don't need the state. We don't need anyone else. We have tokens, we have, we have cryptography. We can measure exactly who's providing energy where, and this could run totally separate from anyone else's bullshit. <laughs> like, and uh, you, so, you uh, look at Helium, right? It, it was, it's inconceivable for somebody outside of crypto to imagine that you could build a carrier, like a wireless carrier, which is only like AT&T, Verizon, Everywhere else in the world, these are effectively, you know, arms of the government, the federal government in that space. Like no other place in the world that really has a ground up user supplied, like just here's a here's the hardware, here's the network, here's the, the cryptography to make sure everyone's doing a good job. You can do that with energy, right? And like I think these kinds of attempts are could be really impactful because crypto is really global and moves really, really quickly moves way faster than any policy decision maker ever can. Interesting. Anatoly Yakovenko, creator of Solana. Thanks for coming on the show and, you know, just well talking all kinds of things. I don't even know where we ended up at, but I'm going to end up there with climate change because I, honestly, you're, you're a brilliant dude. Obviously, a lot of ideas. I would talk to you for hours. I know that you have a meeting probably right about now and we have to get off the phone, but thank you for coming on and, you know, sharing those ideas with me and, you know, congratulations with all the success for Solana. For sure. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll be back tomorrow with Week in Review. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.